Joe Biden is going to die. That's not a threat. Uh, don't call the Secret Service on that. That's just a fact of life. But we all, I'm going to die. You're going to die. We're all going to die. Uh, Joe Biden may just be dying sooner than the rest of us. What's that? That's no laughing matter, folks. It's serious. If we're talking about the future of our country here. Uh, what's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And I appreciate you joining me today. But a couple of exciting things before we get into the gist of it. First of all, uh, it's Tuesday Reviews Day. And I'm going to read a couple of reviews here in just a minute. I, I think we only got like one or two new ones, which is fine. We get a lot of new listeners every day. I know people are downloading this. They're still taking it in. Plus, we were gone for a week. So people are still, God, they get annoyed. You guys get really annoyed when I take time off, which I understand. And I always tell people, look, it's better that I go away and you're mad than if I stay and you're mad. <laughs> you know, that's like, because there were times I remember there were times when I used to fill in for people. I'd, you know, someone would go away and I'd be the fill in host and people would call the station or write and say, hey, you need to have that fill in host all, all the time. He's great. Luckily, that's never happened to me when I go on vacation and have a fill in host. And in fact, people have complained so much that we no longer have fill in hosts. And I just take, you know, I just take the time. I don't even try. I don't even try because there's no alternative to the Mark K Saves the Republic podcast. There's no alternative to the Mark K show. And I'm not going to try to put some second-rate information and entertainment in front of you because I, I trust you too much for that, and I appreciate you so much. I would rather you go without than go with something that is substandard. And even though it may anger you, that's the way it's going to be. But anyway, so we have a, a couple of small reviews that I'm going to get to in just a minute. But first, I want to show you these because these came in yesterday. I got a whole stack of them. Look, these are the Don or Ron uh, primary picker coins. And I'm going to look, They all every one of them comes in this plastic casing. It's really, it's really beautiful. But let me show you, let me crack it open. It's very, and open it up. Look at this. These are the coins that we talked about. This is the Don side. You can see Donald Trump right there. This is the Ron side. And it's fantastic. If you don't know who you're picking, or maybe you do, and you just want a, a cool uh, commemorative coin from this election cycle, look, you can say, ah, you know what? I love Donald Trump. He's the best president of my whole of my whole life, but I think he may be too brash. I think he may be too harsh. I don't know if he's the right guy for the job. I love Ron DeSantis. He's a fantastic governor. I don't know if he's ready, but, but you know, he may be, I, I just don't know who I'm going to pick. Then what you do is you flip this coin and you look at it and it comes up Donald Trump. So that's who you're going to be. That's who you're going to be voting for in the primary. So if you want to grab one of these, like I said, there's, there's hundred, I just got, this is my personal stash. But we minted, uh, the Catriot mint, minted hundreds of these. Look, every one of them comes in this plastic case, and, um, and they're really fantastic. You can get them now. They make great gifts. Go to donoroncoin.com. That's donoroncoin.com. I've been, I've been playing with them all. I, I treat them like they're poker chips because I really like to play. Oops. I really like to play... Uh, I really like to play poker. Uh, all right, let's get to Tuesday Reviews Days, and then we're going to get to Joe Biden dying. Uh, we got a couple. I don't know if I've read this one yet or not, but I think I did. It's from You Are Loved, Laughing and Crying. Uh, you're the best show. We love it. Can you write a Woke Folk 2? We gave our first one out for Christmas 2021 to family and friends. They all wanted another this past Christmas or something like it. Keep up your great show with lots of these. And now that I read it again, I'm pretty sure I read that one before. But I do have an update on that. I have... In my mind, and soon, hopefully, in the world, two new books coming out. Uh, one of them, hopefully, by the end of August, early September, and then another one coming out specifically for Christmas, which I'm going to try to get out by November. You know, if it's a Christmas book, um, I want to get it out by November the 1st. So 
I'm going to be busy working on both of those here for the next few months. Uh, like I said, I, I really want to get by the end of August, the first one out. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, you know, time, TikTok, TikTok, plus there's a show to do. But uh, but if you're a fan of our books, if you're a fan of the uh, the Catriot Media books and our publishing products and everything else, then uh, then definitely keep listening because we do have some updates on that coming up. There's another review that I, I know I haven't read, but I love it. This is from Wilkie1313. And Wilkie1313 writes, great show, part of my morning routine. This show hits harder than Hunter Biden's crack pipe. Right? Which is, <laughs> that's just so, uh, that's just so. Uh, Wilkie1313, thank you. So, uh, thank you so much for making us part of your morning routine. And, uh, and we appreciate that. And that's what we try to do. We try to get this podcast out every morning so you can start the day with that daily dose of news. You can start the day with the information that you need so you, that you're informed, you're entertained, you're in a good mood, you're inspired to go out there and fight for this country because this country is worth fighting for. And hopefully we let you know that, yes, while things are bad and there are bad people afoot in Washington, D.C. and other parts of the country, there is, future, there is hope on the horizon and there is uh, some goodness in the world. And working together, we can all bring that out. All right. So I woke up this morning and I went to the um, I went to the hill.com. Let me take a swig of my coffee. And I see an article that uh, the headline reads Biden's life expectancy and its implications. So this is now an article by the Hill asking, when will Joe Biden die? It's an important question. You know, it's when you typically when you go to elect a president of the United States, you know, when Barack Obama was being elected, he was in his, what, 40s, early 50s. And no one really no one really was concerned about him dying while he was in office. Uh, you know, George W. Bush was in his late 50s um, or mid 50s, I think. No one no one really concerned that George W. Bush was going to drop dead while he was in office. Same with Bill Clinton. Um, you know, Ronald Reagan was older, but you know, people he seemed like he was spry. Uh, George W. Bush Sr., you know, also a little more on the age side. But it's been a very long time since someone was concerned that the person being elected or running for office would be dead before their time in office was up. And with Joe Biden, we've been, I mean, every single day that I wake up and I see Joe Biden still in charge, I'm like, okay, bad news is Joe Biden's still the president. Good news is Kamala Harris is not. So it's one of those. It's one of those double-edged swords. But now going into, gosh, what, 2024, where he's going to be 81, clearly the oldest person ever uh, to hold any office, um, it's a real concern, especially if you saw the photos of him at the beach or the video of him falling on the stage or him mumbling incoherently or calling Iraq Ukraine and Ukraine Iraq and forgetting people's names. You know, all, you know, you know all the stuff that you know the thing. <laughs> so uh, anyway, here's I'm going to read a little bit of the article because it's very telling. Uh, Joe Biden's life expectancy and its implications. This is a very uncomfortable topic. But given that voters are choosing a president of the United States in 16 months, it needs to be part of the discussion. Indeed, it already is. How likely is it that President Joe Biden would live to finish his second term if he were reelected? Of course, anyone can die at any age for any number of reasons. But we know there are statistical probabilities relating to death with a small percentage of young people and a larger percentage of seniors dying in any given year. Biden is 80 years old. He will turn 82 just a few weeks after the 2024 election and would be 86 were he to finish a second term. According to the Social Security Administration, cohort life expectancy table 
a male born in 1942, which was Biden's birth year, had a life expectancy at birth of 71.1 years. Of course, males born today have a much longer life expectancy, 82.3 years. But the longer a person lives, the longer he or she is expected to survive. For example, SSA estimates uh, estimates that a male born in 1942 who reached the age of 65 can, on average, expect to live another 12.8 years, which for Biden would take him to the age of 84, the middle of his second term. So if you're looking at the calculator, Joe Biden, he's beat the odds. You know, that happens when you're filthy rich off Chinese money and you drink martinis every day of your life for 40 years. In Washington, that happens. You get the best medical care that you can vote yourself or you can, um, yeah, vote in for yourself and your family. Uh, so Joe Biden, he beat the odds. He was supposed to live to be 71. But because he hit the age of 65, he can now add 12 years to that life expectancy. And he's now expected to live until 84 years of age. And that would put him halfway through his second term. If, of course, that's a big if, he were reelected, which we hope uh, that he is not. So Joe Biden's age is still a factor. In fact, now it's a bigger factor because people are asking, when will he die? The Hill has talked about his age before. We've talked about his cognitive abilities. We've talked about his physical, um, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, stamina. We've talked about, can he do the job? Does he know what's happening? Is he pooping in his pants? All these things are ma major concerns. But this is the first article I've ever read that actually predicts when Joe Biden will kick the proverbial bucket. When Joe Biden will shuffle off the mortal coil, when Joe Biden will meet his maker, actually, probably if I had to estimate based on what I know about Catholicism and Joe Biden's love of abortion and gay marriage, probably not meeting his maker. He's probably going. He's probably going the other way. Uh, I'm, let's just say that fall that he took on the stage won't be the longest fall he's ever taken, in my humble opinion, that is. Uh, so Joe Biden, now you've got major periodicals like The Hill saying, hey, uh, this election's coming up in 16 months. Is this guy going to live? long enough to serve out his second term? And if so, is Kamala Harris really the best choice for the job? I would say no. And a lot of people are saying, you know, Joe Biden, I think that he's going to be replaced on the ticket by Gavin Newsom. Joe Biden, I think he's going to be replaced on the ticket. Gavin Newsom's been making a play for Joe Biden's job. I don't think that's what Gavin Newsom's making a play for. I think Gavin Newsom has a, a bigger opportunity here. I think Gavin Newsom is looking at the actuarial tables I think Gavin Newsom is looking at these statistics. I think Gavin Newsom is 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 ponying up to Joe Biden. And I think that Joe that Gavin Newsom is going to suggest that, hey, Joe, look, you're older. You know, you're 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 uh, pushing 82 almost. Uh, people are really concerned about you and they're concerned about Kamala Harris, too. So why don't we do this? Why don't you run for president again, but just as an insurance policy? Why don't you replace Kamala with me? Take Kamala off the ticket. Nobody likes her anyway. She cackles. She's a weirdo. Uh, I'm much more likable. I'm much more charismatic. And it'll give people security that if God forbid, so I'm not saying something's going to happen to you, Joe, but God forbid something does. If the actual actuarial tables are right, if this statistic proves true and maybe at 84, halfway through your second term, you're just unable to do the job anymore, or maybe you wake up one morning and you're dead. I guess you don't wake up dead. I guess you just don't. Anyway, it, you know, something, the worst case scenario, let, let everybody know that the country will be left in good, solid hands. I will shepherd this country through the rest of your presidency. I think that's his play. 
I don't think he look, I don't think he's looking to replace Biden at all. I mean, Biden's an incumbent president. Biden's already got the nomination wrapped up. There's pardon me. I dropped a Donna Ron coin. There's no way for Gavin Newsom. Sorry, I did it. <laughs> I just, I'm going to stop playing with those. Uh, there's no way for Gavin Newsom to really feasibly come in and get replaced on the top of the ticket. But the bottom of the ticket, I mean, it's not like Kamala Harris is any. She's no golden child for the Democrat Party. Replace Kamala, put Newsom on the ticket. Joe Biden runs again. And if they win and he drops dead, Joe Biden, not Gavin Newsom, then uh, then the Democrat Party's protected. Nobody has to worry about Kamala Harris uh, cackling her way into World War III. If, of course, we're not there already, which probably we will be. That's what I think is happening. And that's why I think these articles are popping up. I don't think they're looking to replace Joe Biden at all. I think they're looking to replace Kamala. And I think that that's an easier sell for a lot of Americans, especially Americans on the left. Because let's face it, those people... I mean, they don't really they don't really care about America anyway, but they look at Kamala and they still go, mm, you know, I know we're they look at Le leftists, these socialist whack jobs who hate America and hate the Constitution. Even they look at Kamala Harris and go, God, I know we said we're trying to destroy the country, but I just I just don't think I mean, I, I think she would really destroy the country. I don't I, I just can't do Kamala. We need somebody. We need organized destruction of the country. We need an adult still in charge. Otherwise, it's going to be total and mass chaos. That's my that's my humble opinion. Anyway, we'll get into more of that on the uh, Mark K show today. I did want to also mention this ice cream thing that happened yesterday with Donald Trump or pardon me. We talked about it yesterday, but it really it happened over the weekend. Donald Trump uh, this is one of my favorite clips ever. Donald Trump, he likes to do this new thing where he goes and he buys people stuff, which I'm all about because the Democrats have been doing it forever. But the Democrats, they a use taxpayer dollars and B, only pay people so that they'll vote for them. For example, the free cell phones that Barack Obama handed out or the, the, um, uh, the, the tuition uh, repayment, the, um, the uh, student loan repayment that Joe Biden was trying to do so that he could get more young voters until the Supreme Court said, you can't do that. It's totally illegal. It's unconstitutional. And it's, without, it's well without, uh, outside the realm of your actual power and ability as president of the United States. Uh, no, Donald Trump's like, hey, my people want blizzards. I'm going to go into Dairy Queen and get some blizzards. Somebody wants a blizzard. What the hell is a blizzard? Right, so uh, Donald Trump's at a Dairy Queen and he says, my people want blizzards. The people want blizzards. What the hell's a blizzard? You know, and of course, the Dairy Queen people are, you know, they're smiling and laughing and everyone's having a good time. And Donald Trump says, all right, blizzards all around. Take care of my people. Get them blizzards, will you? And the Dairy Queen people say, yes, of course, Mr. President, we'll get everyone blizzards. And everyone's happy. And this, to me, is very indicative of Donald Trump's presidency. In fact, there was an instance, and I wrote about this today in my Catriot, um, in my uh, Catriot morning email, was how Donald Trump goes to an ice cream parlor and he says, what does everybody want? Blizzards? All right, let's get blizzards for everybody here. Every patriotic Iowan in this Dairy Queen is going to get what they want. And if you want a blizzard, that's what you're going to get. Joe Biden, on the other hand, uh, he came down one day to the White House. He was doing an event. In fact, it was the same day as the mass shooter, the transvestite who went and shot up the Coventry School, the Presbyterian School in the uh, Nashville suburb back in March. And Joe Biden came down that morning and everyone was like, oh, Joe Biden's going to he's going to start this with some solemn words of wisdom or he's going to pray for the families or he's going to praise the the brave, uh, you know, Nashville police officers who went in there and risked their life and limb to save 
uh, everybody else who was in this school and take down this horrible shooter who clearly suffered from mental illness and mental problems and uh, yada, yada, yada. No, Joe Biden didn't do any of that. He came down, he started talking about ice cream. You may remember, he came down, he goes, I'm Joe Biden, I'm Jill Biden's husband, and I love Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. That's how he started his, literally, that's how he started. The first words out of his mouth, he comes in, and it was also for some like women's forum or women's summit, I forget what it was exactly. Uh, but that's how he starts. He comes out and he goes, I'm Jill Biden's husband and I love Jenny's chocolate chip ice cream. And then he goes on to say, I heard there was some down here <laughs> looking around, scoping the room for the creamy deliciousness of Jenny's chocolate chip ice cream. Then he then he gets the creepy voice back and he goes in the microphone. I got a whole fridge. Of, I got a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. <laughs> And it was really bizarre for a couple of reasons. Number one, six people just died. Three of them uh, um, uh, kids in a mass shooting in Nashville that Joe Biden didn't even think to talk about. Second thing is Joe Biden's hoarding ice cream, really expensive ice cream in the White House fridge. And then he comes down to get even more ice cream, which is in complete and total contrast to Donald Trump. Donald Trump walks into a Dairy Queen and says, I want everybody here to get a blizzard. Will you please help me make sure everybody here gets a blizzard? All these Americans want blizzards. Let's get these Americans what they want. And that was Donald Trump's presidency in a nutshell. You want secure borders? Let's get these people secure borders. You want lower taxes? Let's get the Americans lower taxes. You want, what, a stronger military? You want a stronger economy? You want energy independence? You want all this stuff? Great. We're going to get it for you. That's what we're going to get you, America. And that's what he did. He delivered. He made sure everybody had their blizzard, whatever their proverbial blizzard happened to be. Joe Biden's different. Joe Biden goes down and he goes, I'm here because I heard my favorite ice cream was here and I want it. And it doesn't matter that I've already stockpiled a whole fridge full upstairs. He didn't come down to share the ice cream. He didn't come down to make sure that everybody else had the ice cream. He wanted the ice cream for himself. He's like, ice cream, I got to get me some of that. He didn't care about the victims of the shooting, the mass shooting in Tennessee. I mean, after all, it's a red state. He didn't care about the police officers who went in and risked their lives to take down the shooter and execute the transvestite who was killing people willy-nilly for no other reason than because they were Christian or rich or whatever. He didn't care about any of them. I mean, they're police. Why would he care about them? He wants to defund the police. And so Joe Biden walks in there and goes, where's my ice cream? And then he brags about how he has a whole fridge full upstairs. He doesn't say every American should have a fridge full of ice cream. And not just any ice cream, Jenny's ice cream, probably the most expensive ice cream you can buy. It's like 10 bucks a pint, 11 now that Joe Biden's president. No, he's a hoarder. He wants you to know that Joe Biden has everything he wants and Joe Biden is hungry for more. And if it requires him getting Chinese money or Ukrainian money or bribing this person or threatening that person, he's going to do it because Joe Biden wants to make sure that he's taking care of Joe Biden. Joe Biden wants to make sure that his fridge is full of ice cream. Donald Trump wants to take care of America. Donald Trump wants to make sure that all of America, all Americans have ice cream or at least a blizzard when they need it. Anyway, that's the that's the I mean, you, you know, the difference between the two dudes. And uh, hopefully that makes you helps you make your choice for 2024. Listen, if you haven't yet made your choice for 2024, might I suggest the Don or Ron primary picker coin, which, again, turned out. I love when things turn out like I knew these were going to turn out great, but these turned out even better. Uh, even better than I thought they would. I mean, again, really well, really well made. They're gold, they're shiny, silk screened caricatures of Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. They glimmer. They're not, they got a nice weight to them, too. They're nice, heavy uh, acrylic coins. Oh, it was Donald Trump again. <laughs> like a, 
Every time I flip this thing, people said, you know what, Mark? I know what you did. You made it so that it turns up Donald Trump every time. I didn't actually. It just, it just happens to do that. And then, of course, it says winner uh, 2024 Republican primary Donald Trump. On the other side, winner 2024 Republican primary Ron DeSantis. Again, a great novelty, a fantastic collectible. And this is the very first coin that we've minted at the newly founded Catriot Mint. So it's historic for that reason as well. Grab yours at Don or Ron coin. And like I said, I got a bunch of them. Don or Ron coin uh, dot com. There's the first run ready to ship. Look at that. That's they, they glisten. They're so beautiful. Listen. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget the Mark K Show starts at noon Eastern, 11 Central on all of our Catriot Radio Network radio stations and streaming all over the world as well. Plus, we appreciate you downloading this particular podcast and listening to this particular podcast. And don't forget, we're here every day. Don't forget to please leave a review because uh, we need more reviews. We read them every Tuesday, Tuesdays, reviews days. And we want to make sure that we are uh, shouting you out um, as a listener of this podcast and somebody who is willing to work every single day and learn every single day uh, and, and, you know, do whatever it takes every single day to save the Republican.